What's good, everybody? This your boy, the Double R. And of course, I got Speed Race in my game. So, it's February, Black History, and we got a lot of things going on. First and foremost, as I and Jared are recording this, it's Super Bowl Sunday. Game time. And I ain't gonna lie, I want the Rams to win. Now, getting into the episode here. So, back on the music tip, you know, I was, didn't have no music to drop. You know, I'm still collecting, like, trying to make a, a compilation of local artists and underground artists as a another drop on a CD, you know. I'm going here, I'm doing that. Um before I make one big drop of a collection of music, it's a few more people I want to give a spotlight, you know, to and one of them is my man Heartbreak Mojo. These songs he be dropping be coming from a different place of pain and love and y'all don't know like people deserve to hear this man like on the track speaking his heart out speaking it be real in depth man <laughs> like I, I fucks with I fucks with heartbreak you know he been dropping some jewels out here you know he dropped one called the last song and Hopefully, my man listens to this. I hope it's not the last song. I hope it's just a entendre and you know, music. You know, I know music ain't cut out for everybody, or music ain't everybody's you know, out source of success and paying bills and whatnot. But I really do hope that my man continues making music and he blows up. You took the chance to listen to uh, some. Some of Heartbreak Mojo's music. Um, if it wasn't on the, if it wasn't already on the station, I probably haven't. Uh, I know I've seen um some some like little promos that he had out for uh, for his music before, and I looked at those videos. They popped up on my uh, on my news feed. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw that he do sound like he's pretty good. You know, he beats no here, but. Today's music, or today's artist right now, um, is going to be Heartbreak Mojo. I'm going to drop some of his jewels for today's today's broadcasting, and I hope y'all enjoy it. Now, again, bringing it up, it's February, Black History Month. And we're trying to give, you know, for the next few shows we do, we're trying to give a few spotlights to some of Black History's icons and black history moguls and still showing that they deserve more out here in the world. Now, Jared Daniel McCain as my one of my co-hosts and before I ask you this question, shout out to my boy NTG who's still under the weather so is his lovely mother I hope both of y'all feel good and I hope both of y'all 
start to feel like I don't know myself. Get better, Nate. Get better, Nate. Now, back to the question. So, Jared, you know, you've been in this life now for 30 years. Chill. <laughs> I'm 31, so I can't say anything. But you've been in this life for 30 years. You know, you're black. Who is some of your, like, icons in African-American history, you know, that has made you, you? Like, what what icons have you, like, read up on, studied, or just seen to make you a overall great person? Um, well, I'm not trying to sound too cliche when I say these icons, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, MLK and Malcolm X. Uh, Malcolm X, because um, just, um, like, just by his saying, you know, by any means necessary, you know, I carry that with me everywhere I go. Um, it's like, I don't know, it's just it's like whenever I'm having a hard time somewhere, like maybe like, you know, for work at, you know, at work, for example, or something like that, it's like, I, you know, I just put his, um, his words into play. Um, and I just basically, I just, I try to just do the best I can in anything that I do and everything. I don't let anything stop me. And I like whenever I want to accomplish something, I get it done by any means necessary. Mm. And sometimes you got to take a path that maybe shouldn't be taken. But hey, as long as you accomplish your goal, that's all. That's all that matters. Not necessarily how you got there, but it's just the fact that as long as you get there, that's all that matters. You know, some people may not like that. Some people may feel what I'm saying, but hey, at the end of the day, it's like you do what you got to do to get the way you got to get or to get what you want, you know. <clears throat> I ain't talking about anything illegal. I just mean like, you know, you work hard for, you know, what you get. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I've even had people, you know, try to make it seem like I didn't get everything that I got by my own hard work. Like, I guess people used to think that uh, things were given to me and they weren't. It's like, no, this is 100% me. Like, anything that you see that I have, I got that. And nothing was given to me. Like, if it was, I'd tell you. But no, my work's for mine. Like, don't nobody give me nothing. Only person give me something is God, and that's air to breathe. That's about it. Everything else I do, you know, I support myself. But um, you know, so he's definitely a big icon for me. And I said MLK because um, to me, he's a symbol of how you have to remain. You have to remain, you know, just as durable as you can, like through like through a storm or something. You can't let nothing switch you up you can't be weakened by people's words um you know when you got something that you want to do or something that you support or something that you like a goal that you're striving to reach you you know your your real friends or people who you call friends or family those you know those all expose themselves when you're trying to do something uh, because the people that bring you down you know they're not they ain't real they're not for you you know, even as much as you thought they were, they're not. Um, those are the people you got to stay away from the most. Um, you know, just kind of let bygones be bygones. If you know someone or something is not good for you, stay away from it. You know, just this is that kind of mindset is what I always, you know, what I always take with me, whether I'm going to work or whether I'm trying to accomplish something. So, you know, those, those are my two. 
Um, well, as a a younger black man or child at the time, uh, I read on different like icons. Like I was astonished by Irvin Magic Johnson. I read a book on him in like third grade. Then there's up. Put that there. But now um, there's him and reading on people like George Washington Carver, Booker T. Washington. As I involve, I read on like Black Panthers and there's Huey Newton. And of course, like you said, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King. Um, if there's two um, icons, I would say that I try to emulate or play roles in my life. Where does three? Um, the first one that's non-famous uh, would probably be my mother. Um, I've seen her do unbelievable things. Um, things I didn't think that could be done. Things that just take me at all. And I always felt like That's one person that, you know, I want to pattern my life around, like, the hard work, determination, the always making sure stuff is done, and regardless of situation, it was always complete. Like, no matter what task was at hand, no matter what goal needed to be reached, she always did it. Now, for the two ones that are you know, famous or more worldwide or worldwide known. Um, first one is Muhammad Ali. The GOAT. I just loved his way with words. Like his shit talking, his talent, the way he can back it up. Definitely. The the showboating that wasn't showboating, but it was showboating. The trash talk, the just the way that he will go for a match, beat you, or the times he will lose, he was gracious, and then he would train to get one up on that person who beat him. Yeah, like, it's not a few people that can say I beat Muhammad more than once. And that's true. And it's not a few people. There's not a lot of people that can say. Muhammad didn't beat me. Like, if you got that one-up win on him, he made sure with strategic training and knowing what he did not do or accomplish the first time, he made sure it was done the second time. That's very true. And, I, you know, I, to me, I try to add that in life. Like, there's something that I failed at or there's something that beat me. I always try to make sure, like, study, strategize, and regroup and do it again when it comes up to it and succeed. And that's yeah, all you can do. Yeah. And secondly, um, second person, honestly, is the, the late great Kobe Bryant. Um being at the age group I was on as me repeating myself from my like my Kobe Bryant podcast, I did uh few weeks back from people my age that was our Michael Jordan you know like we grew up at the tail end of Michael you know 
Michael was on his way out. And to see this young 17-year-old carbon copy of him, I was like, oh, well, that's that could be my Michael Jordan. But then past the the studying of Michael and him taking his moves and converting them into himself. You know, Kobe taught me, like, just his mama mentality was, like, a real thing. Like, I never seen someone, like, get injured and hurt and always, like, get up and find something within himself to go out. Like, I studied him probably to a T just as, as a fan. Like that one time I shattered my arm and they was like, oh, you can't do nothing for four to five months. And I was just secretly lifting weights. I'm like, this is some Kobe shit. And I made myself more healthy and sped up the process. And seeing like Kobe do that with like injuries and, you know, I get hurt and regroup and go out. That was something that like inspired me for like probably the rest of my life. Like if I'm hurt or physically think there's days where I can't get up and achieve the goal, the goal can be achieved. You just gotta get it amongst like your inside of yourself and your heart. And that's what Kobe taught me at a young age. And I always kept that at the forefront. I feel you. Yeah. So that was just the two people I think in, in Black history that inspired me. But to y'all, the fans, who inspires you? What just African American that gave you your strength in the inside of you? Like, take a time this month or the rest of this month to read a book by an author listen to music and even like see what inventions was made by African American it would surprise you like I'm not going to lie I did not know the street light was made by African American hey so, so was the uh, so was the traffic light yes I mean the traffic light oh, oh yeah. okay I was, I was, yeah. yeah street light yeah traffic light was made by African American yeah yeah I did not know that mm-hmm. it was really yeah. took me I was like dang and it's just like just re- researching st- certain stuff. You can like, like, dang, that was made by a black man. Yeah, and I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think, uh, I think African American was also the first person to uh, to do a to do an open heart surgery too. He was. Yeah. So yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like, yeah, we we're great people, man. Yeah, and then there's there's certain things also, just little tidbits of things that we need to like remember that. We made like when you're during the summer going through your struggle of the heat. I always remember a black man made the first air conditioning system. Oh, now see, I didn't know that one. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that. See, so that's for the rest of this month. Not just this month, just for the this your rest of your days. Like, just look at the African American culture and just see what was made by them. We also build the White House, too. They ain't ready for that conversation. A lot of people build the White House. We, we, we ain't uh, 
we ain't gonna get that. Yeah, yeah. we ain't gonna get that deep. Ain't ready we, ain't, we ain't reading the right about the single barber. We ain't gonna get that. We ain't gonna get that deep. And you know what? I just forgot about that. I'm gonna shout out to Navar Bird because Navar spelled uh, he muggers role in multiple people's, not just black people, multiple people's lives. I mean, I was on Star Trek, Roots, and of course, reading Rainbow. That's actually what I would say got me interested into reading books and trying to expand my knowledge. Butterfly in the sky. Uh uh-uh. let's, let's go next topic. You said something about the. We need to get into the. No, you go ahead. What? We need to get into this next topic you was talking about. Let's just keep, you know, keep it moving, you know. You know, we hit a fork in the road. We gotta, we gotta keep going. No such thing as a fork in the road. <laughs> it's plenty of them. No, it's not plenty of them. But um, also uh, with the, the channels, uh, our action like to take this time to talk about a few things we got coming up um within the next two months, or probably go a bit shorter than that. Uh, let's find out. It's dropping the gaming channel. Ooh, definitely hype for that. And we already got some. Uh, we already got some. Uh, some some uh, not candidates, but some recruits. Creators. Recruits yeah. coming. Yeah. That that yeah, so down for it. For, for multiple people. Um, you know, for people who watch like your gaming needs, or just just want to see people just do other outlets and <laughs> hilarious hijinks. So we will be having a gaming channel. Um, let's find out gaming is coming soon. It will probably be dropping in April. Um, chose April because the first game we will play on the channel is MLB The Show. <laughs> I can't 2022. wait. I can't wait. <laughs> so we will, we will be playing that. Um we're also going to be doing more interesting things. Uh, we'll have Throwback Day. Um, as a group, we will be playing, uh, you know, first-person shooters like There's Your Grand Theft Autos and anything in that nature. We will be playing as a group in these games. And, you know, for any creators that want to run up against us and add more people to their channels and add it to ours, it's unified because there's too much entertainment, too much money out here not to be touched. Hey, so let's find out gaming. Gotta we'll help each other. Up. Gotta help each other out, man. We do. Let's find out gaming. Uh I'm shooting it for April. Uh for the next few weeks going up, we will keep y'all in tune. But let's find out gaming. We'll it's gonna blow. Oh, it's definitely gonna blow. It's gonna blow. Oh yeah. No are doubts you, about it. Are you ready? Am I ready? Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready just like DX. <laughs> um, also, with the gaming channel now, so like I said, there'll be throwback gaming, current games. Um, I am actually going to start thrashing people in Madden more than I already do. And I want them to be more publicized and shown out to the world because I'm a goat out here. Hey. Hey, we we're gonna be knocking them down. They ain't gonna game him, man. And I'm the shooter slash fighting game person over here, even racing, whatever you know what I'm saying. 
So that's what I plan on shining in, especially the shooters, man. Especially the shooters. See, so let's find out. Gaming is on the way. Today's show is going to be with Heartbreak Mojo. Understand his heartbreak because, look, bro's a very great artist. I won't take the time to showcase him. He's on all platforms YouTube, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. Check my man out. Also, check out our compilation on the way. Check out my man, Just Alex, on his podcast. Shout out, Alex. Hers. Yes. So, shout out, Alex. Um, now, since I'm back in the fold of uh, creating and putting out more music, showcasing more people, um, I'm finally, finally going to drop Alex's people on our channel. I'm probably going to have that done for y'all by Wednesday. So I will have that in the works. And I finally got some of the clips for my next sports project. Um, I'm not going to repeat it again because you didn't hear it the first time. Because just like the feds be watching, the feds also be listening. And I'm tired of creating stuff. And then one week, it's up on a bigger platform. So I think that's a bunch of malarkey. But again, this week's show, Black History. Check out your authors. Still got uh, one thing that you forgot to talk about, man. What? Remember the uh, the Rooney Rule? You said you wanted to touch you know, on that? I, I completely forgot. And I am going to touch on that for a second. Thank you for reminding me about that. Yes, sir. I was about to do my goodbyes here. Yes, sir. That's what I'm here but, for. But, um... So for people who don't know, the NFL has a rule in place called the Rooney Rule where all 32 teams have to interview a minority for any coaching vacancy, head coach, assistant, whatever. I'm starting to think that the rule is starting to get uh, kind of bent and kind of unnecessary because it's not helping. Like, some people are taking advantage of the rule. Like just like with real jobs in real life, you already got a candidate you like, a candidate that you already want to hire. So they hire them. And then they just gonna interview anyone else, not even just minorities, they're gonna interview anybody else to just say they did it. And then when they already got a person hired. I think I'm starting to think that's kind of like it's kind of a bullshit ass thing, cause you know, it's really a waste of people's time. And then my team, who has been in the news here recently and under fire and siege because we fired or let go our head coach, we happen to be African-American. And then now he's taking it to legal matters because, you know, he's saying he was unfairly fired and unjustified. And he's also taking the New York Giants to court because he had an interview with them, but they basically already had that coach hired and it was already found out that their coach was already hired. Mm. So, you know, long story short, um, I think the rule was a bunch of crap. And I think that the rule needs to be either expanded a little bit more or pushed a little bit more. One of the two, because you've got some great coaches that's out here and not just black or multiple races. And they're getting overshadowed. And just like the other segment we talked about, like people trying to join law enforcement, we kind of need some of our people to in higher up places like this. Out of 32 teams, there's only two people, or two teams rather, 
have a minority. One is a woman. The other one is Arab. So it's like these things will always take place if there's not more of others in bigger roles. Right. And you know, I think that our coach, well, my coach from the Dolphins, Blind Forest, I'm happy that he's still in the league. And he may not get another coaching gig, just like Kaepernick never got another quarterback gig. And I won't touch the Kaepernick thing right now because, you know, there's some people that will say, like, you know, he was a backup, which is true. His career might have been on the downcline, which is true. And all those things I would not take away. And he was starting to become a bad quarterback, but he still could have been a backup. And he was a better backup and or starter than some of the people that were starting and or backups before he had his demonstration of police brutality. But I'm not going to touch that right now. But back on Brian Forrest, I am happy that he's still in the league. Because like I said, there's too many great talented minds out there that are in the coaching field that are not coaching. Just because of this rule, if you're going to interview someone, regardless of skin color, go ahead and do it. But don't bullshit it. Like, don't waste nobody's time. Like, I, like you, we, we've been in job interviews before. Yeah. And it feels like it's a waste of time when you go for an interview and you know, like, you're not going to get the job. Yeah, definitely. So, that, imagine that's just us in the regular world. Imagine how it is in a whole billion-dollar corporation like the NFL. Like, you're going for an interview and you know you're not going to get it because you're not white. It's a waste of time, and it'll probably make you feel more low than what you feel. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, and to you, I don't know if you have, like, heard or followed. So, like, he's taking the NFL, two teams in particular, well, the NFL and the Giants to court. Um, He's also shedding light on the Dolphins because apparently he was the coach his first year with us in 2019. He was – Gave him a bribe to lose extra games so we can tank for a higher draft pick. He didn't want to do that. Team was built for that. And I'm not naive. Teams do that all the time. But he's digging his he's digging himself in a further and further hole. Like it happens all the time. Some stuff you deserve to bring it to the light. Some stuff is kind of like we know it happens in sports. Like Teams get bad intentionally to get a, a higher draft pick to get a better athlete. It happens all the time. That's not new. Stuff like that he's bringing to light is unnecessary. Yeah, it's a whole lot of things in sports that's orchestrated. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's not that's not new. Like teams do that all the time. Like, hey, Obama Lakers did that not too long ago. Like when Kobe was retiring and he did retire, we tanked a few seasons to get younger talent. And then once LeBron said he wanted to come play in L.A., he traded all the younger talent for a superstar, and that's what happens. Like, But Brian didn't have to bring that out, but the racism part is necessary, and I'm happy that he's trying to shed light on the Rooney rule and at least make it a real rule to hire more minority. And I hope he gets it through. And I hope that he succeeds. 
And as time goes on, we will touch up on this. And next episode, I will spend more on the Rooney Rule as me being the sports guy of the channel. And we will bring up why this is such an impactful thing. Until then, <laughs> now is our goodbyes. This is your boy, the Jared, a.k.a. Paul Walker McCain. And it's your boy, Rudy, a.k.a. Rob, double R, Douglas. And I will hit y'all up <laughs> later on. Peace.